Welcome to the first episode of Licensed to Talk Insurance, a podcast for independent insurance agents. Hello, my name is Amanda Yanis. I am the Director of Marketing at Chicagoland SIA and one of the hosts for this podcast. Hi, everyone. My name is Kelsey Conklin-Ramsey. I am the Director of Digital Strategy here at Chicagoland SIA, and I am your other host for this podcast. During this podcast, Kelsey and I, and occasionally guests, will be having conversations on all aspects of being an independent insurance agent outside of actually writing insurance policies. This means we will cover topics about digital strategies, sales, marketing, agency management, agency growth strategies, and so much more. The main thing Kelsey helps our members with is digital strategies, so that seems like an excellent place to kick off. Kelsey, what would you say is the most common thing members come to you for help with? That's an excellent question, Amanda. So a lot of our members come to me with website help. So when I say website help, I would like to clarify that I am not a website developer. So I actually don't help from that point of view. Um, I help our members who either don't have existing websites and I help them um, point them in the right direction of a website vendor that will fit their needs, um, whether that's, you know, a a monetary need they want to spend within a specific amount of money every month for a website vendor, or if they have a specific design or idea in mind of what their website is going to look like, we have a number of different vendors that can fit their different needs. So I try to help point them in the right direction of, of a vendor that can help them. For members that have existing websites, um, I actually can perform a website audit to make sure that their website fulfills the needs that it should for for folks to, to find out more information about them online. So making sure they have a contact us page and about us page, um, specific information about their service offerings, et cetera. So I'm going in and, and making sure that their website is checking off all those boxes. And if they're not, you know, helping them um, going into some of those conversations with their existing website vendors to, to make sure that they're getting the most bang for their buck and that they include some of that information on their website. I have a lot of members that also come to me asking questions about blogs and how to get their blogs set up. Um, I don't typically help with content creation, but I can definitely help, you know, spark inspiration um, with some of our content guides that that Amanda has put together. Or we also have our own digital strategy guide um, that I can provide so that our members kind of know where where to get started. Um, Another area where they typically uh, come to me with is help for for search engine optimization. Um, So again, I'm not actually physically going in and optimizing a website so that it's set up for SEO, but I I can provide um, tips and recommendations how how to improve SEO. Um, And again, in Amanda's content marketing guide, she provides some great tips and tricks for for SEO. Um, So Amanda, I don't know if you want to share any of your your tips and tricks here on the podcast, but um, I'm sure a lot of our members could definitely (laughs) use some of those as well, since you're the one who's actually um, doing the SEO optimization for both, you know, Conklin and Chicagoland. Uh, I subscribe to sort of the content-rich format of SEO. I've got a lot of sort of the SEO hacks and tricks that you find on the internet. And what I really found with anything that wasn't content-based was it was just short-lived. You'd get a small spike in you know website visitors or links, and then it would go away. Or you'd bump up on your Google rankings, and then you'd plummet. Uh, so I really found that content is currently where it's at. As you know, uh, Google 
is always changing uh, what they're doing and they don't tell us what it is they're looking for. But I feel like content is going to be one of those long lived areas for SEO. So I think it's really important to have a, something that you can do long form content on, whether it's a blog or just landing pages if you have a ton of services. Uh, case studies are another great example of a long form content uh, where you can go after your target keywords and really hit on those and be educational and tell stories. People love to read about stories and they love to learn new things. And I really think that if you listen to your customers and you listen to your clients and they tell you, well, I don't understand this, or I'm having a problem with this, or I had this experience, that's what you wanna be talking about. Because if you have one client asking you, I guarantee you have at least a dozen that are Googling the answer. And wherever they find the answer, that's your competition. Yeah, that's a really a good point, Amanda, um, especially when it comes to, you know, the search engines and the importance of having your website set up properly so that you can be found on these search engines. So I think some of the, the most of the questions I get are related to website, but it's also, you know, how, how can my website be seen? Right. And so I think back in the day when, you know, (laughs) um, back in the day with Google, Google was just looking for these keywords and keyword phrases, right? And since Google has become so much bigger and so much more prominent and more companies have websites these days, the competition has become so much more, so much tougher just because there's so much more um, in the space, right? There's so many more insurance agency websites and, and just so much more, I don't want to call it clutter, but there's a lot more there's, there's so much more out there. And so being able to find the most useful and relevant information, Google is no longer just looking at keywords and phrases, right? So that is an aspect of what they're looking for, but they also want to make sure that they are serving up, you know, relevant content that's been updated recently because Google doesn't want to send someone to a page that's, you know, was last updated in 2015, right? Cause it might not be relevant anymore. So not only again are they looking at keywords and phrases, but keywords and phrases that have been updated, you know, within the last X months or you know within the last year at the at the very most. So I think that's where a lot of folks um, kind of struggle, right? Is how do I make sure that I'm being found, but I don't want to update my website, you know, every every month? Well, that's a great opportunity to have a blog or to have some of these pages, um, these landing pages that you're talking about, Amanda, um, specifically based towards, you know, types of coverage that might that you want to be known for, that you want to be Googled for, especially in your area. Um, And that's why I know we typically recommend having at least 300 um, pieces of unique content on every single page, especially some of these landing pages that that contain um, information about specific types of coverage, right? Um, and that's why it's not, it's, it's very important now to not just have the bare bones website where it's, okay, here's a picture of our office space. Here's an about us page with just, you know, our names and contact info. And here's our, our location and our phone number, right? Going back to those landing pages, you, everybody knows pretty much what car insurance is. Everyone's got it, has a car. It's a legal requirement in most states. 
it's like, well, what do you put on your landing page for car insurance? It's going to get people's attention. And that's where addressing clients' pain points really comes in. If you can tell a story of a client that was in an accident and experienced a claim and how that went for them and how you were able to help them through that process, or if they were with one of your competitors and didn't have a positive experience, how you can address those pain points to make sure that if, unfortunately, they are in another accident or have another claim, they're going to be supported through that process. People love to hear stories of how other people have interacted with you and your office and your products. And they really want to be reassured that if something horrible happens to them, that you're going to be there to help them. You're going to fix these pain points for them so that what is a horrible experience is as least horrible as it can be. Right. And showing how you were an advocate for that client, you know, how you're advocating for that individual and how you can advocate for your, you know, prospects or potential clients. I I think that's such a good point. And you're right. You know, storytelling is such a big part of content creation and it's a unique way to come about content creation because it's specific and unique to you and your business needs. And it's not going to look like everybody else's. Right. And it kind of brings me into kind of my next my next portion I wanted to kind of touch on. Again, as, as I mentioned before, there's so much clutter online these days. And there's, you know, most independent insurance agents have websites these days, right? How do you kind of break apart and, and show that you're different than everybody else? And I think so much of that, I think people get a little bit stressed out about that, right? It's like, oh my gosh, how am I different, right? How am I, how am I supposed to stand out? I think so much of that is bringing yourself online. And I think a lot of people are hesitant to do that because their technology is new and it's changing. And I think a lot of folks are afraid of that. Um, But I try to recommend to our members and say, hey, you have a unique sales approach. You've been successful, right? Like you've been successful in the way that you market yourself face-to-face, person-to-person. How can you bring that into your online presence and show up, right? How can you show up online when someone's looking for you at 11 o'clock at night and you obviously can't be there in person to, to sell yourself? How can you educate someone without actually having to sit there and give them a, give them a one hour webinar or a session on boat insurance, right? Um, you can do that online. You can do that on your website and you can have all this information and still come across that way by creating this type of content for your website that will make you stand out and that's ever present. So I think what's really important here for members to take away is that you want to make sure that you can show up for these potential clients without having to be there in person. So you want to make sure that this information is coming across in a way that you would be presenting it in person, but you're just doing it online. And I think, again, a lot of, a lot of folks are hesitant because it's new, it's different, it's digital, right? Digital can sometimes seem scary, whereas it doesn't have to be. It's just an extension of you and your business and a reflection of you and your business. I think one thing that people forget as insurance agents is that there is a lot of competition out there and what you're selling isn't necessarily the policy itself. There's 
so many competitive insurance policies out there. What you're selling is the experience of working with you. So having yourself in your content, showing your personality, expressing what matters to you, what's important to you, that's what's going to draw people to your agency. That's what people are going to be like, I want to do work with this agent because I feel like they understand where I'm coming from. I feel like what's important to them is important to me and vice versa. And that's where those relationship connections can really be made. And you can do that online. You don't have to be face-to-face -face with somebody. You can do that through your writing style. You can have humor in insurance. I know it doesn't seem like a funny topic, <laughs> but you can totally insert your personality into your content. You can do it in your videos. You're getting a little bit of our personality through this podcast. It's not about telling people the sterile facts of an insurance policy. Yes, that is important, but that's not why they're coming to you. They want to do business with you as an individual. They want to have that relationship with you. So creating this content, putting yourself out there and into it is really what's going to, I think, attract clients and long-term customers to you as an agent. Yeah, that's such a good point, Amanda, because they can, you know, customers and potential clients can go and get X, Y, and Z insurance halfway down any block, right? There's there's a ton of insurance agents out there that aren't necessarily just independent agents, right? And so much of that too is selling yourself. And I think so, you're right. It, sometimes people get a little bit caught up in selling the policy. Well, it's hard to sell a policy, you know, it's hard to sell policies because they're, they're, they're intangible, right? It's not like you're walking into a store and you can purchase something and take it home to your to your family, right? Um, this is this is kind of a it's a long lasting service that you're that you're providing um, because you're you're selling you're selling yourself in a way. You're you're saying that if you work with me, I'm going to advocate for you, right? And how do you how do you do that? How do you come how do you make sure that you come across in, in the right way? And you're right, adding humor into into some of the information that you're providing. Um, even so I've seen people do some some crazy things by adding in, you know, doing cat videos or I, you know, there's there's some crazy stuff out on the internet. But I'm talking about it here, right? So clearly it's memorable. Clearly it's lasting. So I, I think as much personality as people can bring to the table to say, Hey, this, this is me here. I am. And that's hard sometimes because it forces you to be a little bit more vulnerable. So what I find too is with insurance, you know, you don't know what you have until you need it. And then it's too late. If you don't have the right policy or the right coverage amount, you won't figure that out likely until it's too late, until you've had that claim that isn't getting the coverage you expected. So you want to make sure that you're doing business with an agent that you trust, that you feel like you know, that you feel respects you and your business and your property and your family on a level that is so much deeper than going into a store and buying an object that you can physically look at, that you can inspect. You need to be able to build those relationships with people on trust. And unfortunately, when you say to somebody, you know, trust me, I know what I'm talking about, that they're not going to trust that. Like, who's going to follow that logic? So you got to show people that they can trust you. And how you do that is you show people that you know what you're talking about. And that is with your educational content. 
you show them that they can trust you. And that's through your storytelling and, you know, sharing those case studies of clients that you have helped. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're, you're selling a long lasting relationship. Um, and you know, Hey, I'm going to come to bat for you when you need me. Right. And someone that understands your needs, whether personal or business related, um, and making sure that, Hey, this person will, will watch out for me. We'll make sure that there's no gaps just in case the worst does happen. Right. And that's really where the independent insurance agent shines is that we are advocates for our clients. As independent agents, we can show the world that we are on their side. We are not extensions of an insurance company there to make the insurance company a profit. Yes, our insurance carriers put a lot of pressure on us to write quality products. But at the end of the day, when our clients have a claim, we are on their side. They are our priority. No, absolutely, Amanda. And I think I I also recommend to a lot of, especially our our members, um, that they include a section on their page about the difference, maybe not the difference between an independent agent and a captive agent, right? But, you know, why they are independent and what that means to be independent. And I think there's there's a huge push, especially these days, about working with small businesses, right? And independent agency is a, is a, essentially a small business, and a lot of more often than not, are can be fam, family owned and operated. You know, my my grandpa and my dad uh, started their own independent agency, and now I'm involved as a third generation, which is very unique. But it's it's a great opportunity to kind of share how you might stand out and be different. And hey, this is family owned and operated because we have these family values. And I think having a section on that or even just a history of our company, right? Even if it's newer, talk about who you are, talk about where you came from um, and just and show that uh, these are these are my values. And I think so you're, you're spot on kind of what you were saying about an individual saying, hey, just trust me, I've got your back. Well, actions speak louder than words, right? So if you can showcase that, like you said, by, by storytelling, by sharing your history, sharing how you've been an advocate, I think we'll just go such a long way, um, especially online, Um, because, you know, that's the one downside of online, even though it is great to be there at all hours of the day to have your presence there, you aren't actually face to face. So it is a little bit of a challenge sometimes to make sure that you're coming across with your best foot forward and showing that you're different. But those who can do that successfully and put the time and effort into it end up it ends up going a really long way. I think one of the things that you said there uh, for newer agents talking about why why are you an insurance agent like you might not have the story of three generations worth of history with your clients but you have a story people don't wake up as 12 year olds and go i and i grew up i want to be an insurance agent that's not the norm <laughs> so what is it about the insurance industry that attracted you to become an agent is it a family history is it an experience that you had in your life where you wished you'd had somebody advocating for you. And so you're out there advocating for others, share that story. People will connect with that story and they'll understand where you're coming from, why you're passionate about this. And they'll respond to that. Absolutely. That's good advice, Amanda, because everyone, everyone has kind of that turning point as to, you know, this is, this is where I'm going. This is my career. And everyone, everyone's looks a little bit different, you know, I started out working in advertising technology and, you know, now I'm working in the insurance industry, right? So 
it's very interesting to see kind of that pivot. Um, and you're right to see where people come from and how you can relate to others. I know um, there's a lot of folks who started out in captive and moved over into the independent agency world, or there are folks that started in the restaurant industry and then moved over into the into the independent agency or insurance world. So it's it's great to see kind of all these different backgrounds coming together into this industry, but understanding where where folks come from is such a huge component of that. And to bring this all back around, these are all things that you can include in your website to sort of build out the website so that you're not just one page, you know, you're not just a home page or you're not just a car insurance page. Building out these stories and these experiences on separate pages and then linking yourself between them, that's really gonna build up your SEO. That's really gonna help people find you online. And when they do find you, these are the stories that are gonna help people say, yes, I've found the agent I want to work with, and that's when they're gonna reach out to you. Absolutely, and you know, if you have more stories that you wanna share based on your clients or client feedback or just experiences, it's a, again, a great way to boost that SEO because you're frequently updating the website. You know, it's not just a, all right, one time set up and let it run. It's, it's, it's a continuous project, right? So, you know, if that's not something that you feel that you have the time or the energy for, again, independent agents, um, especially owners of independent agencies, you guys wear a lot of different hats, right? So it's important to make sure that you find a, a website vendor that, fits your specific needs and and can provide resources to help you with those. So um, feel free to contact us over at Chicagoland. If you um, are looking for a different website vendor, be more than happy to kind of sit down, have a conversation with you, and we can steer you in the right direction um, to make sure that you have a vendor that fits your needs. Or if it's something that you want to do yourself, we can absolutely help. I Again, I can't go into your website for you, but um, can definitely help provide recommendations or things like that to, to make sure that you're on the right track. All right. Well, that brings us to a little over 20 minutes. So I think that's probably a, a good place to stop the conversation for today. So I want to thank everyone for joining us and hopefully you'll tune into our next episode. Thanks everyone. Thanks, Amanda.